Hey everyone, uh, welcome to a different type of segment that we're doing here on the Joe Contractor Show. We are giving you, the homeowner, a quick overview of different uh, information that you might need to start any type of project. Our first things that we're focusing on are kind of spring projects, things that you might be looking at thinking, yeah, it's summer's coming, I want to get this stuff done. Um, we're going to focus on on those first, but we're also going to dive into like, maybe you need a new water heater, maybe your bathrooms, you're, you're concerned that your tile is going bad or something and you don't know where to start, or you want an addition. We're going to give you brief segments, about 15 minutes long, where we will impart what knowledge we have to you. You can take it for what it's worth, um, but you should be able to, to walk away from it at least knowing maybe the first steps to get those projects going. So welcome to our new segments. I hope you enjoy them. Welcome to the Joe Contractor Show, a podcast created by three regular Joes. The Joe Contractor Show is a place where trade professionals, business owners, and homeowners looking for solid advice and amusement can hear stories of great success and great failure in the turbulent and unpredictable world of construction. On the Joe Contractor Show, we dig deep into the realm of remodeling and construction. We chat with construction trade professionals, business owners, and homeowners alike. We support local independent contractors and those who put their trust in the hands of these capable and hardworking business owners and tradespeople. We discuss construction and home maintenance from multiple angles, and we do it with compassion, purpose, and humor. Listen as Lori Merrick and Sam, along with a wide variety of guests, explore topics related to construction, homeownership, small business creation, and more. A quick reminder, don't forget to send your questions to questions at joecontractorshow.com. And after you've done that, please take a moment to hit the like button, subscribe, or talk about us tomorrow morning at the local coffee shop. We appreciate feedback and critique, and it lets us know that you're out there and that you care. All right. Uh, welcome to the Joe Contractor Show. We are starting a uh, new series here, and this is our... We are going to focus on painting in this one. Um, the series is on just you start, you, you're a homeowner and you want a project done and where do you start? So today we're talking about painting. Hi. 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 You hey. Hi, Mary. Hey, Hi, Lori. Sam. <laughs> so, Good to be back. Yeah, it's always fun, isn't it? And mm -hmm. fun that we can talk some spring projects probably. Yeah. Right? Yep. And, uh, and really, this is a resource for you as a homeowner. So... So again, you're, you're looking at your house. You've maybe been thinking, boy, my house needs new paint. Um, or what do I do? Like, do I need new paint? What's the next steps? So if a client came to you, Lori, we'll start with you. Okay. If a client came to you and said, hey, I know you're not a painting contractor, but help me out here. I'm looking at my house and I think I need new paint. Where would you kind of start with them? Well, I love the exteriors being um, finished and looking good because that's where everything can go to hell if you don't have it look, the paint on the windowsills or on soffits or fascia things will rot and um, it takes a it's not a fear factor thing it'll take some time to rot but if it's been sitting there and the paint's coming off you do need to do something yep yep so i would say uh let's take it from thinking about kind of the size of a person's house i would say these days 
your average sort of small house. We're here in Minneapolis. If you're listening elsewhere, the market might be very different. But I'd say your average small house, if you're looking at a full repainting, kind of the the low end would be like, maybe like siding and window trim. Like yeah, let's say let's two take two color. A, let's t- say two color. Merrick, yeah, you'd be good on right. this one. Yeah, you've been around there before. I and I started out as a painting contractor. Oh, yeah. I'd say a small house single story not difficult you might start at around 10 grand let's just say yeah i'd agree with that too yeah i you know that'll vary by market and stuff but you're not going to spend three grand and get your no your whole house repainted on the exterior Mm -hmm. so and that and that's a house that's in decent shape might have a little scraping here and there you know if something's been neglected for years i mean you could spend 15 20 more. grand on a small house covered in lead paint or um well, you know and then you, you rotted sills right once the, well then then you're getting into a whole nother right and you got carpentry to do right, right. yeah but if you've got but if you still have the paint missing on your window sills but it hasn't rotted yet get to it because you still won't have to spend a, a mint Yep, and that's painting and caulking and right. getting everything put back together nice. And so, I, I think one of the most important things as a homeowner is, you know, you, you know, self-priming paint is bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. right. So, so don't fall well, for that. Right. And the quality of the paint. <laughs> right. The quality of the paint matters. Right. You know. And caulk. Yep, that's right. So, um, so that we start there. Let's say you've got you know a bigger house. You could be. Sort of the most expensive ones that I've been around have been thirty-five to maybe fifty, and I'm not talking restoration, just just painting again. But that might be with a lot of scraping, two stories, the price goes up. But you know, for most people, I think you're talking between ten and thirty thousand, give or take, yeah. to start, depending on the yeah. size of your house and everything. I'd say that, and a lot of people just are their garages are needing it. So their right. house they've kept up, but in their garage, and and should you do that? And the answer to that is, of course, you should do that too, because garages are you know sixty to one hundred and fifty thousand these days. Yeah, to replace <laughs> to replace mm-hmm. them. So should you keep your garage up? Absolutely, same as your house, and you know then you've got what three thousand maybe for the garage. Yep, that sounds fair. Three to five. Yeah, say three to five. I mean, so. Yeah, well, just back to the, you know, the prep is the most important part. So making sure that things are scraped, that there isn't still like air behind the paint so that you could paint over it and it looks fine for a little bit, but then it's already detached from the house and it can peel later. And that can happen. I, I will say I've painted a lot of houses and no matter how much prep you do, that that initial layer is going to fail, continue to fail over time. The, right. the new paint job will help mitigate that but it's not going to be perfect if you've got an old house well we've started using peel bond love peel bond, and it is an i mean i didn't trust it at first but the last couple of years of my career we just goosed it with peel you know do a nice scraping job get everything loose off of there you know and make sure it's clean but you goose that stuff on there and it just it's like elmer's glue (laughs) and it goes over we used it for lead uh, projects too right you use it for sealing everything up Mm-hmm. So that's kind of on the technical side. So you want to you want to try and find. So that would be the next question right. I would have is, you know, if someone came to me and said I'm thinking about it, and I might say to them, look, I don't really do that anymore. You know, so where do they start? Do you do you look for an independent? 
painting contractor, one that we might recommend to you, like you might talk to your contractor first and they would say, oh, these are the people that I trust to do painting projects. So, Or do you hire this, the kid out of college for the summer? Do you do it yourself? Do you, or do you that's do it yourself? That's a good point. Yeah. And, and I, I, think that, I think that of all of the trades of construction, I think that general contracting your own painting project and following a few simple rules, you can save a lot of money and you can get a good product in the end. Yeah, you certainly don't want to pay me a premium to to contract unless you don't have the time for it, you know. And so if you if you have a good general contractor that you trust who has a good painter that they trust and they've got a good relationship, you can go that route, but you're right. It's one that you can be your own general on, I would say. And the the key to that would be making sure that everybody's licensed and bonded because if somebody gets hurt for liability reasons and using ladders, a lot of people get hurt. Mm-hmm. So if they're not that good on ladders and or they're newer at it, there's a pretty good chance that they may get hurt and then you, the homeowner, are their new employer that will be paying for their <laughs> right. health insurance. Well, I mean, a legitimate, like a real company, I would say, you know, maybe not you know, licensed, but to actually have like a legitimate company that you're paying, not just like, you know, Bob from down the block on a 25 foot ladder scraping lead paint off of your soffits. I mean, like, yeah, I mean, that's, if you want to do that, that's at your own risk, really. If, but it's if you main have, thing is that liability insurance, they right. you would want them yeah. insured. I've heard and, horror and it, stories. Otherwise, do it yourself with some friends. You know? Yeah, is go, it fair to it. ask, if I'm a homeowner, is it fair to ask my painting contractor if they carry general liability insurance and to show you that? Yeah, absolutely. But, you know, maybe you want to take it on for the summer. You know, you've got a one-story house or, or garage and you want to, you know. I mean, we did it when we were kids, yeah, right? right. The folks would give us a paint can and <laughs> oh, a yeah. paintbrush and we'd slop paint all over everything. Yeah, yeah. Lead paint didn't even hurt you back then. <laughs> <laughs> Evidently not. <laughs> I uh, did it. <laughs> I mean, I'm, look at all of us. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, okay. So, so now you're you're looking at it. You've you've maybe talked to your general contractor, or you've decided to just go out on your own, and you're starting to get bids, and you get one bid for eight thousand two hundred, which you look at and you're like, wow, that's a steal. And then you get one for sixteen grand. And what's the difference between them? Why would I get bids? My house didn't change between the time that these two or three companies looked at it. Why would I get bids of a different price? A couple of, I mean, there'd be a few reasons, a handful of reasons. One is maybe they're not insured and don't, are not paying insurance that the other contractor or the other painter does. Another reason is uh, they're not using as quality products. Mm-hmm. And another reason might be that um, they're not paying their their help as well. So... If they have an employee with them, because usually on a house painting job, it's not just one person, right? It's usually at least one to three. And if it is one person, then I guess, you know, they they might come in lower. And if they were insured and it's only one person, their insurance is lower. Yeah, and so a lot of times I think in the painting world, you could hire someone who runs a painting contracting company who you meet them once, they sell you the job, and then you never see them again, and you've now got... Um, maybe not even their employees. These are just people that they cruise, that they hire, that come out and do it for a lower rate for them, and they're taking their cut on top, which isn't, it's not that that's a bad business model. A lot of people are going to do that. But I would say, 
I would be leery of taking the lowest bid and comparing it and not understanding whether it's apples to oranges or, or apples to apples. Like, I mean, I mean, the big thing with a paint job is that, you know, it's easy just to go out there with the paint sprayer and change the color of the house. Like right. that is something that, you know, that can, can be done very quickly and Couple cheaply and, you know, and still look good right at the end. But, you know, what you're generally paying for with the higher bid is you're paying to make sure that they're spot priming or doing a full prime, um, doing multiple coats of paint. Are they, like you said, do they carry the insurance? Do they have a lead certification? Do they have a, are they well known and respected? Are they going to come back and Warranty. fix issues? Right, right. right. Are they going to use drop cloths? Are they going to mask off the windows or are they going to just take a piece of cardboard and spray right up to it? And I would say, um, are they going to trample your, your flower beds? Maybe. And the answer is yes. Yeah. <laughs> <All> <laughs> right. And it doesn't matter if they're doing a good job, they're going to, you're going to have to, if you've got a bunch of shrubbery around your house or something, you're, no matter who it is, you're going to end up with some damage to that. But the good people are going to know how to deal with that in the best possible ways. Yep. So. And even with the best people, you're still going to want to go out there and say, watch out for this, watch out for that. Yep. And because, like you said, the owner's not going to be there. The guy that sold the job isn't probably going to be there. And you're going to want to make sure that the crew understands that you care about your property. Yeah, it's always nice. It's always fine to touch base with the crew that's on site. Yeah, and so where would you, like on day one, where would you start? You might, like, I would say you might ask your friends. So maybe you start with a contractor that you trust, but if you don't have that, um, you know, maybe throw it out on social media. I'm looking to get my house painted. Does anyone have a good recommendation? So um, where else might you look? You know, Joe Contractor doesn't exist yet. So. Who's it, who's, you see it being done in your neighborhood. You can go talk to the people that are working in your neighborhood and or talk to the maybe the, the neighbor that's yeah. having it done. Yep. Or has had it done. So ask your neighbors, friends. You know, a lot of time, if you just do like a Google search, though, you're going to get... You're going to get a mixed... Ba- it's you're going to be a- people who paid to be in front right, of you. Exactly. Yeah. If you're looking at Angie's List or Thumbtack or... Uh, what's the other big one? Next Home door. Advisor. Home Advisor. Yeah. Well, Nextdoor would be more like a forum where you could go out and ask. Sure. The, right. You're my neighbors. Who knows of a good painter? Mm-hmm. Um, but the, you know, Angie's List, Home Advisor, Thumbtack, I'm not bagging on them, but I, you do have to be a little bit leery of the fact that they, the people who show up in front of you first have paid to be there. So, I mean, a great place to look is at your local paint store because, you know, those people are in there all the time. I mean, I used to get some solid, you get some solid leads out of there too. As a painting contractor. As a painting contractor, yeah. Yeah, and the the folks at the paint store, um, you know, their their motivation is in selling paint. So they want to be, they want to look good too. So they know we've got 20 contractors that buy from us. They might even ask you a few questions and say, it sounds like these three would be good for you. Yeah, mm-hmm. That's so. a really good option. Yeah, Abbott paint over there in St. Paul. They really take their referral thing serious. Just for example, like, you know, you go in there and they have a list of contractors and they, you only get on the list if you're good and 
Yeah, trustworthy. You know? I mean, I, I use Sherwin products for years or Hirschfields. I mean, I like all of them. Are, those three are all good. Yeah, they are. They you can get solid advice from your paint store. That's a okay. Good, and good I think point. another homeowner question might follow up would be, well, I'm going to do it myself. Can I just run to Home Depot and get some Bear or, or Menards and just grab what they have on the shelf? No. I just kind of lo- yeah. I just kind of looked away and rolled my eyes. Uh, no, you can't. <laughs> you know, like yeah, what- Bear Ultra actually is the- a is a decent paint. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. the the stuff that they sell at the same cost as what the good stores sell. So forty fifty bucks a gallon these days. Right. They're still putting out a decent product. I mean, it's a low grade paint compared to the high grade at the paint store. Though. It is. You know? It is. And the advice you're generally going to get from Home Depot is not great either. No. Well, so. And, and my philosophy with it is you know, I tell my client, you're better off spending $60 a gallon for paint now and having your paint job last another five years right. than to get the cheap paint. It's going to be a lot more expensive to get another paint job. Right. Yeah, yeah it's uh, it's such a small percentage of the total cost of the project that if you're if you're paying a bunch in labor or doing the labor yourself, but using a low quality product, you're kind of shooting yourself in the foot. And know so. what product they're using. Talk to them about the product. Good point. Product process. Those are those are the important differences between a low and a high bid. Yeah. Yep. Well, I think that that pretty much covers sort of an introductory, like, where do you start if you're a homeowner and you need a paint job on your house? It's not, it's not the biggest project there ever was, but it's a big investment for you. And, you know, we've all seen it. So I think that's a good place to start. Yep. Great. All right. Good luck. Good luck. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening to another amazing episode of the most important show out there. Before we go, we want to thank you again for supporting us and for all the lovely things you say about us on social media. Shows like this grow with help from people like you. And remember, keep sending us your questions. We really appreciate the stories and the great insights we gain from our audience. We also want to remind you that you can buy shirts, hats, and more at joecontractorshow.com. Be good to each other, and we'll catch you on the next show.